feeling feeling good, sounding good. Looking good, feel good, do better. Look good, feel good, play good. That's the whole thing, man. Yeah, we just finished up a nice um, podcast talking about financial planning and all that. So this one's a little bit more relaxed. A little midday here. It's great. Eric came down from Pawtucket, drove all the way down to the home studio here in Newport. Almost there. Yeah, almost top top to bottom of the state. Yeah, our little last state here in Rhode Island. You can pass north to south in an hour. Yep. Oh, yeah. Clear the whole thing. It's not too bad. A lot, a lot for... I think there's a lot to offer out here that maybe I'd overlooked growing up here and then spending some time in Arizona and then San Diego. The whole northeast New England area, crazy unique kind of landscape. Yeah, landscape, its own thing. weather, you know, you get all four seasons, which I'm I'm happy, you know, I'm I'm glad. I don't know if I could be a full-on, I mean, a Florida resident year-round. I, I, I couldn't even imagine that. I know, dude, like May to Florida, October. Florida in July, yeah. Actually, you know, I went down last year on Labor Day weekend, and it was there was a, the, the place we stayed at. There was a pool in, you know, the, in the in the backyard in one of those. You know, they're all they're all covered back there, dude. The dude, the pool water was ninety degrees. It was insane. I was sweating in the in the pool. It was the it second was crazy. you come up, dude, and then the humidity is just on you, and it's like I can't tell what's better. It was crazy. It might have been hot. Then there was a you know the hot tub jacuzzi like attached to it, and they're just the same temperature. It might have been cooler in the hot tub. It was crazy. <laughs> Steam's coming off the it's pool. It's crazy. Recently, the, the town of Newport was kind of doing a weird tax benefit or something to do with different taxes if you stayed here rather than claiming residence like six months somewhere else or something. Interesting. Yeah, well, it's an interesting thing because people will go, people move to Florida for the tax benefits. So they don't pay state, state tax. So you got to pay federal income tax on stuff, but you don't pay state tax and that you know in the grand scheme can save you a lot of money especially you know maybe when you're older more established you know you have a better deal of funds you uh, save a lot of money so let's talk a little bit about um psychedelic experience i know a lot of times my first few times it's like so much to process that i kind of start looking at it different ways days weeks and shit dude even years later sometimes we kind of interpret it in different ways because there's a lot of talk around microdosing these days and there's definitely some literature and, and seeming like medical research is showing there's some benefit for that so this is to distinguish that these are larger doses until this becomes more commonplace people think that you know they hold on to some stigma about what this stuff is so that aside there's more medical research more benefits coming out little disclaimer just for again we don't know when these episodes are coming out and what kind of audience we're going to reach so this is by no means any kind of recommendation to do this stuff Mm -hmm. we're just kind of describing some of our experiences and maybe along the way some other listeners and friends will find some benefit from it yeah so some people will put them in teas there's all types of different ways yeah yeah different ways to digest so being out in nature that's a good way to spend the time Things really do kind of come to life. So, you know, being out there and experiencing it, being, you know, the, I don't know how old of a saying it is, I assume pretty old, but, you know, being being one with nature, like you actually really do feel that. Yeah, it's it's nuts how it, it almost like kind of removes or maybe slows down that barrier between us and the external world and realizing that like, oh, we are all of the same thing. We know we're made of the same atoms and molecules, just kind of different form. Yeah, we were leaving the kind of wooded area we were at, and I looked up at the trees, and they were waving by. Oh, yeah, man. I was like, hell yeah, dude. They're reflecting you. See you soon. Looking back at you, and then it's like, wait a minute, it's just me looking at me. Mm. But it's, yeah, it's just absolute beauty. 
So, you know, there's different kind of, as you said, there's different stigmas about the whole thing. You know, again, we'll probably touch on it in a little bit, but, you know, being in the right mental spot before yeah. going into it. That's it, all part of it, dude. It's a set and setting. So we talk yeah. about like the mindset that you're in and, yeah. you know, you don't do these larger doses on, you know, you, you wouldn't do it in a place where there's a lot of psychological distress going on, T- stuff going on at work, family, this and that. Um, that would be doing a disservice to the medicines and, and the individual, you know. So um, some of the stigma that I think sticks around for some of these substances come from people's bad experiences or I should say experiences where we didn't necessarily respect the, the, the setting that we were in. So the medicine is going to have different effects on there. They're not necessarily like a, a party drug where you would, um, if you're going to go into it with that setting, you have to be prepared for some of the some of the effects of these. So there's tons of stuff that people can look up, find out about this if it sounds interesting. Because you know we're we're not in a place where I'm going to describe what we know about psilocybin mushrooms and doses and this and that consumption. Your own mindset and own setting mm-hmm. is your mm-hmm. own thing. But um, these can have a much more profound, beneficial, positive effect if we take that stuff into consideration. So being outside, man, is like. I don't know something about it where you 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 feel that connection the the layers kind of definitely kind of disappear and you're just there you know you're really yeah you're really you're there and right just the experience moment. everything even even what we're doing now um, we, we, the recounting these experiences is very difficult because like verbal language is is it doesn't apply to those experiences or they do but maybe we're just not creative enough yet but there's just something about being in those that perception of, you know, connectedness where language doesn't do it very good because as soon as we start to describe it and put it into a word, that's taking it away from what it is and that puts it in its own box. Yeah. Sometimes I've heard people describe like when you say like a bad trip, some of that is that overwhelming just like instant kind of awareness or I should say feeling or perception that man, like this is, everything's going on at once. And like that can be super overwhelming to a lot of people. And then we start kind of fighting that feeling, but that sense of kind of like, it's not going to be, yeah, exactly. And you can't, you can't fight it off. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with, even with totally different, but you know, smoking, smoking marijuana or something like that, or, or, you know, any type of, you know, edible, any type of consumption of that people, People, and with it, you try to fight the effects, and it's like, well, you shouldn't have done it in the first place if that's what you're trying to do when you go into it, it's, and you're only going to make it worse for yourself. Now, stopping that's easier said than done. It's like, well, I can't fall asleep at night because I can't, like, relax my brain. It's like, just take a few deep breaths and, like, chill. Like, that's what I have to do, and that's easier. You know, that that's easy for me to do. So people are like, dude, like, I can't do that. It's like, Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's super individual for a lot of people. But I'm, I'm glad you brought up like the cannabis and stuff like that too, because some of that nowadays is so commonplace that we can forget that certain doses, certain strains, certain methods of consumption change the effects of some of that. Right. And it's so commonplace that sometimes people are like, oh, like that's just weed or whatever, you know, in a, in a decent amount of, uh, you know, maybe in an edible setting, it can be almost like a psychedelic experience, dude. Yeah, definitely. Experience of, um, of time. You know, it doesn't feel maybe as linear. That can be very disorienting and maybe, you know, fuel some anxiety for people who aren't prepared for that. Mm. And then understanding that that's much different than when you 
smoke the flower. That's maybe the more traditional kind of view that a lot of us have with it. Right. We were talking earlier about um, vaporizing, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it just kind of applies heat, but there's not the combustion burning aspect of it so that it kind of, um, like the name implies, vaporizes some of these chemicals. And it's a little bit easier on, on the lungs. I've noticed some, it feels a lot better um, just, just breathing compared to traditional methods of it. You know, you've had some experience with cannabis. Is that something you still kind of use day to day or is that more of like a a rarity? Yeah, these that, days? yeah. I mean I was definitely um heavy on it in some of my, my younger years and you know, going through college and, and stuff like that. Um definitely have cut back big time. Uh, I still do enjoy doing it, but just kinda of where I'm at personally just hasn't really called for me doing it maybe every night like I used to. And now in different forms, like I was mentioning to you, the little tablet pills that you, know, you literally swallow like you're taking a vitamin. Yeah, um, so you get those from the dispensary. You're, correct. Yeah, here yep. in Rhode Island, we're finally in a spot where cannabis is recreationally available. So. Yeah, but even those are, those are um, I guess you could just call them half and halves, where it's half THC, half CBD, which, you know, THC gives, gives you that that high feeling and CBD is more on the body, you know, relaxed, I guess is probably a broad way to stop differentiate the two. So with that half and half is, you know, I, I more take away like, yeah, I'm going to get a little bit of that high feeling, you know, I'm going to be a little high, but it's, you know, it helps me out. Like if I went running that day, my knees might be a little, you know, shaky or whatever. And that kind of helps, you know, calm me down, loosen me up and feel good. Yeah. That, that's good stuff, man. Using like the we get the the stuff from the dispensary, so we know exactly kind of what the, mm. the doses are. That's the the benefit of some of that, rather than hey, here's some homemade stuff that could absolutely be legitimate. But then, yeah, what are the ratios for some of these? I don't. You never know. They yeah. don't even know. <laughs> yeah, and that's take a they, handful of this, handful of that, and good luck. Yeah, have fun. And that that could be a big deal for somebody who has like you know a day planned out, or hey, should I just plan on kind of hanging in for the day? But I don't know. That's just I like touching on that stuff here and there because it can be. Um, an asset to different people's lives, but this isn't again, a pro or against some of us, um, you know, don't respond well to certain chemicals, dude, uh, alcohol, cannabis, all of these different things are just so kind of part of the culture. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to say like, you know, it's not an appropriate thing. Yeah. I try to not knock, you know, anybody for whatever they're, you know, I mean, in, in that, in that sense, you know, if once it becomes a problem where you know you have an alcohol problem, it's like, Hey, you, you got a drinking problem, but you know, casual yeah i enjoy getting a drink every time i go out to dinner it's like okay yeah keeping it in check man that's that's fun yeah yeah um so along those lines um i wanted to ask you a little bit about like fitness mental health that type of stuff like are there you have like a specific routine you stick to with like exercise and mental health stuff or is it just kind of like get it where you can type thing yeah i it's again kind of just you know it's evolved over the years and i'm sure you've noticed that is you know different factors and variables enter and leave and change in your life and it just it gets into you know it changes things it's so time management son yeah i used to be able to go to the gym every single day you know and, and then i went into a phase where i was going probably every single day but in the morning so i was waking up at like 5 a.m getting to the gym for like 5 45 and then you know grinding out and then going to work I had to stop doing that i was kind of crashing around midday i was yeah. feeling great in the morning but then i'm like i'm tired um so now currently, you know, yeah, I try to get in three to four, three to four days a week in the gym that that's big for me. And, you know, I'm not a big, you know, gym head taking, you know, creatine or whatever and 
trying to get big and shredded so I can walk around on my hands instead of my feet. Like, I don't know. Like I'm not. I don't know. I'm not trying to do that. So, you know, I use it more. I have noticed the physical fitness plays into my mental, my mental fitness. Yeah, and, absolutely, man. And I'm glad you kind of brought that up. That uh, no question. Um, resistance training, cardiovascular training. We're gonna definitely talk more about that stuff on different episodes. I'm not gonna get into that now, but you have. We, we can come up with some, some kind of health and wellness routine that is fun. It shouldn't always be painful and. I mean, I mean, I'm just, you know, overreaching here, but a lot of people think that physical activity only comes from, or I mean, the benefits only come after like pushing through pain and this and that. There's definitely plenty of uh, yogas and breathing exercises oh, yeah. and stretching, foam rolling, all benefits that you don't even have to go to a just fitness moving center. around, you know, yeah, it's just, just getting that movement is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And especially as you get older and, you know, again, looking at my age, I'm, I'm 25, so I'm still, I guess you could say, maybe in, in a quote-unquote prime. So, you know, not moving around now, whatever. Maybe I won't feel those effects of just, you know, sitting on the couch for an entire day and whatever, a week straight, no no movement, no gym, just going to my job and sitting at my desk and getting up, going home, sitting on the couch. But, you know, now you get to mid, you know, 30s, mid, mid-30s, mid 40s, and now it's like, well, this isn't good because now my back always hurts. Yeah. And, you know, I can't touch my toes, whatever, you know, it's like, and now those day-to-day functions aren't as easy to do. Exactly. And now trying to get into the gym or get into some type of, you know, yoga workout, any type of movement routine is a lot harder. Yeah. With everything in life, it's kind of trying to train yourself early. I feel like, you know, get the habits and yeah, that's exactly it. We we just wrapped up the, like we said, this episode about uh, financial planning a little bit, but then we were talking here and there about investment. It's and we touched on it there, but this is the same thing where, we're investing in our bodies. This is um, a vehicle for our soul. You know, you can word it however you want. Some some of us identify as spirits in bodies, that whole thing. But either way, like we, we know that there's predictable physiological changes that happen in the lifespan. Mm-hmm. Generally, we know and we can break it down by decades. And like you said, you're 20 up to 30 years old is your physiological prime for most of us. So mm-hmm. we, we know that that's kind of you know, the, the best place to be as far as your, your max capacity for strength and, and cardiovascular fitness. That being said, there's ways to enhance that and improve that stuff. Uh, you know, mm. some people do that athletically, but that we can definitely impact and, and influence some of the things that some of us just think that we're born with. We have a propensity to be more athletic, sure, but we all need some kind of challenge for our cardiorespiratory, cardiovascular systems, or we do know that there's a predictable decline that's going to happen. So to circle it back around to the investment part, your 20s, you're going to be fine day to day, but what do, you, what do you want a lifestyle in your 30s and 40s? It's harder to just be able to turn that stuff on rather than already having a foundational strength and you know an aerobic base from then which to build from yeah so you know you, you nailed it with saying like you know put in some time in your 20s to invest in that because we a lot of us think that oh i'm not going to be a professional athlete or you know have to do these certain sports or activities but then what about like the rest of what our about hobbies? like picking up your kid yeah that's what we forget about sometimes until you're grabbing that eight, eight grab eight bags of groceries instead of, of making that. two two trips it's easy like, to do in your 20s but then when you're 35 40 years old if i haven't been and i think it's even more important for women to be to get on it early right because just as important of, yeah yeah or, well they don't they you know maybe peak out 
at a younger age than males. I don't, I don't know. I could be off on that. But. Yeah, no, that that's generally right. But um, we when we talk about things like like bone density and and muscle mass like that, we know that females have uh, generally a lower bone density than males. Different body compositions in the sense that males generally have more muscle mass related to adipose tissue or fat. So it's definitely super important for females of all ages to start putting some healthy external stress on their bodies through different types of resistance training or yoga so that we develop the bone density to carry us through these subsequent decades because it's way more common for you know osteoporosis in females especially as we start getting 60s 70s rather than having a foundation of you know physical activity is going to our bones adapt to stress just like muscles and tendons but a slower rate but we can adapt our bones so that we're stronger later on and it's all about preventing falls because it sounds super simple but once we get in our 60s 70s balance and coordination decline these are measurable things mm. and that your reaction speed can be improved by things like resistance training so without getting too much into the details there's there's ways to invest throughout your lifespan to and then hopefully enjoy your retirement older age in the typical time frame here in america where you know people are retiring 60s and 70s right yeah so long-winded way to say Get some activity and get around, some air. Move around. Get some sunshine, man. It should be fun and an investment rather than we have a lot of stuff going on. Not a chore. Yeah. It's it's going to be a chore sometimes, though. You know, it's going to feel sure. that way. But as, sure. long, as, as long as you throw it in with the group of these things just have to be done, like grocery shopping and, and bathing. For a lot of people, that that's that's a great point. You, you have to do that. And a lot of the reason how it, it's just important, it's just, you know, depending on your field of work. Like you work in a hospital, you work, you know, in my field, in the finance field, it's like there's nothing to any, you know, it has nothing to do with anything physical, any movement, yeah, anything. Yeah, all your nothing. activity. It's all mental. It's yeah. all mental. All mental, all on the computer. Yeah. That so seated it's like, desk posture gets rough. Yeah. So you have to make it a point of doing it or else it's just, it's not going to just naturally come. We're like, yeah. hey, today we're like working outside you know like we're getting some fresh air and some movements like no that is never gonna happen yeah oh yeah so you're talking about like waiting for maybe the job setting to change so that you get more activity like that you can't bet on that that's not gonna happen so like that's the harsh part about all of this is that we have to get something in the good part is we get to pick our poison so Mm -hmm. some of that's trial and error you know some people like a little light cardio activity on on a stationary cycle but going for walks is, is super beneficial the research and literature is definitely out there and in subsequent episodes here we're definitely going to go over some of that but for now just basic stuff like walking is great great place to start and you're going to start feeling some of these effects pretty quickly mm. um yeah that's so that's cool man i'm glad you're keeping that at the forefront because it's definitely as we advance in our careers a little bit get more kind of professional experience and other added pressures it's easy or it can be difficult i should say to keep the fitness stuff in the routine but if it's just like yo every week i know i have to get at least three days of this and that it's the same thing of like yeah i can only go so long without doing laundry before you know exactly you can't show up to work in in the same the same sweaty sweat collared uh button up that we've had so along with that man we can't go weeks and weeks and weeks with no activity without sacrificing for the future because yeah. that's all it is is we're taking away from potential 
health span. We talk about lifespan, how people are going to live more accurately. We try to talk about improving the health span. So being able to be functional and, and safe as long into old age as possible. So good stuff. Know. Yeah, that's so cool with that. So I'm learning about a lot of a lot of new parts of myself in the last two and a half, three years have been with Brandy, man. So oh, yeah. it's super exciting with that. And it's it's gets gets better every day. I know like that's some bumper sticker shit that people <laughs> say all the time, but every time like it's you learning more about myself and then just it's just so exciting. I wanna hear a little bit about like how long have uh you, you Yeah, 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 been? yeah. Um so yeah, at my my girlfriend Allie, yeah, we've been together. Shout out Allie. We'll have her in the studio soon. Definitely, definitely. She's one she's great, fantastic. Um but we've been together about ten months and yeah, no, it's been so you know, I've had other relationships, nothing really like long term. Um too long. I'd say like maybe six months was my longest thing, but I was always cool with solo in maybe like a romantic sense. Yeah, which is uh, normal, dude, for like yeah. teenagers, early 20s, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know you always had a great social network, you and your definitely, buddies always yeah. doing some stuff. Shout out all my friends, yeah, had you know, really close, made my high school experience great, you know, college experience great, so yeah, definitely. And I was always cool with that. I was always on the search, you know, for a, you know, somebody would be like, yeah, you know, I could, I could see this, you know, I could see myself trying here, you know what I mean, yeah. to make this thing work, because everything you know, it's... Sometimes you don't agree on everything, and I wouldn't want somebody that agree with everything on that would be. Oh, dude, you have to, yeah, that that be would, awful. That, That'd that's, be terrible. That's why we need friends and family anyway. Because what mm. if we only had ourselves, dude? Oh, you go. I'm mad. always right, and I'm always always right. So it's like I got no one to be like, dude. What are you saying? At the same time, you're always wrong too, and you wouldn't know any different. Right. So we need these people to correct us. Sometimes, right. Man. So it's cool having those relationships. But yeah, she's been great because we do a lot of things. Uh, different you know even just looking at i guess the, the the cannabis front like like i said i do it here and there she's not really a proponent of it at all um and that's you know she's not gonna you know shun anybody for doing it by any means but it's it's just not really her mo it's not something she cares to do yeah and i'm glad you guys are at a spot where you can you know that that's not going to interfere with the relationship yeah no definitely sense. not um and it's cool and i think it was kind of more of her like first more serious relationship so we're, we're you know growing together learning so you said it's, you're, you're learning a lot about yourself which is true but i'm also learning about her and somebody you know completely new and yeah it's just it's just it's cool to and you know kind of like going to the gym it's it's a time investment and you got to make it um but it's only it's 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 been great to get to kind of go on this i said it to her the other day just you know being on this on this journey and watching her grow and stuff and her you know professional career she just finished up um, her master's program and just got a, a job in the school department now as speech pathologist. Hell yeah, um, man. That's so much work, dude. And, and like you said, like being with the person and being able to celebrate that, it makes us feel just as good. Seeing keeps me motivated else. too. Yeah. It's like, all right. Yeah. Like she just was just badass here. It's like, all right, now it's my turn to do something. Exactly and, it, man. I love to hear that. Cause that's how I feel too. Is like, it's a feedback thing. Um, you know, finding somebody that is your biggest champion is going to support you and, and look at that. And then it feeds back in the sense like, now I, I'm going to live up to, to that expectation that this person has. Mm. And then, you know, along the way, it's like a, a, a back and forth with setting expectations and then, you know, also trying to raise the standard. But what are we both aiming for? You know, everybody's working on a childhood trauma. That's going to be another mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the reason that I'm learning from some of this stuff in this relationship now is that before I was really like incapable of even seeing myself as somebody that could be in this kind of relationship. Yeah. So, you know, obviously that's going to put the ultimate limit 
on how I look at the world. You, we wouldn't know any different day to day when you talk to people like this because part of what I'm learning is that we develop these kind of, you know, different ways of thinking and being that either avoid the truth that, hey, I didn't, I don't have these skills or experience or what the fear is. We develop these patterns and ways of being to avoid that and kind of develop other maybe personality traits traits or characteristics that would distract you from that so mm -hmm. for, for me like growing up like uh, i love uh, part of my humor is sarcasm i love that in a way where oh me too it gets me in trouble it's just something that always resonates with me i think it's super funny that um, i try to find humor in just day-to-day -day situations that's just part of how i look at it i also realize that there's been moments or maybe time periods in my life where i'd lean too hard into that to avoid the fact that you know, maybe I don't have the emotional maturity regarding like, you know, intimate romantic relationships mm. that I should or maybe want to have at 25 or 30 years old. So you lean into these other traits that I've developed along the way um, that would distract you from that. So, you know, we spent some time living together at, at mom's while I came back and started going to grad school. This yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. During that time, had my part-time job at CCRI while I'm going to grad school. Mm. You're doing your thing with, with all of that. Part of the humility is admitting when we don't know stuff. And that was just a long way of saying that it's um, oh, an excellent way for me to learn more about myself. But like you said, watch somebody else develop and grow with you. Um, seeing them achieve goals and challenges. Yeah, it just makes it us. not all, all about you. Because maybe, you know, you probably didn't mean it in like a conceited way. But when you were in that that mind state of you know i just can't see myself with anybody it's all about you like, oh yeah stop feeling bad for yourself dude <laughs> give yourself a break that's yeah. all it is that, yeah. that's exactly like when i think about that time in my life i just i have to be compassionate because like that peace is still in me i don't i don't get to like you know completely kick that out it's all about trying to incorporate that into my way of being now mm. so i'm giving i'm giving that person that version of me some compassion and realizing like look dude like you, you get blinded by certain areas focusing too much on stuff. So over time I had to figure out how to take a step back and then allow myself the, the time to just, you know, be able to feel those emotions without trying to jump to things to cover it up. Definitely. Maybe sometimes I'll lean into the intellectual academic side too heavy. And in my twenties, uh, I spent a little bit of time working in the air force. So I remember some of my dialogue back then was like, this is why I'm not in a, a committed long-term relationship is you know being in the military i'm traveling i don't have time this and that and then now you can make any excuse for yourself it's exactly yeah. what it is oh, yeah then i separate from the air force i start what's going, the next excuse i go to the school school now i'm Boom. in this clinical rotation oh, you don't dude, have time for anything once yeah. i get through this then i'll be able but then along the way i'm not developing any skills to feel comfortable just being with another person mm. because you know i have all these misinterpretations about like what dating is and that like you know that made me super anxious so that like i have to like play this character so that somebody likes me and i put all this like you know unfounded kind of anticipation on this thing rather than i'm i know that i'm a fun person to be around so yeah. it's just like relax on like who you think you should be yeah and then can't be anybody but yourself and then like yeah the magnet's gonna flip where like you're going to attract what you want and just having faith in that thing man mm -hmm. like there was a point where you know i would know that intellectually that I'm a good person and you know I have a solid foundation and I have places I want to go you know I spent some time I mentioned earlier living out in San Diego so after I separated from the Air Force started going to school out there um, 
amazing that I had the opportunity to do that. I loved it. But I, I mentioned that along in this, this little context, just because there were certain days out there where, you know, I'm in like some of the most beautiful weather in the whole goddamn country. And it's almost to the point where it's, it's so normal for it to be 75 degrees and sunny that it's, it doesn't like mean anything in a sense mm. growing up it in New everything. England, right? Physical um, distance away from friends and family and all that. The other side of me knew like, Hey, I signed up for this. Like this is an investment. I'm going to school. This is th this school has the exact program that I want for athletic training and sports medicine that I wanted. So I knew it was an investment, but then the sacrifice is like, I don't have anybody within 3000 miles. You know, I, I moved out there with my buddy, Joe, that I worked with in the air force. Shout out Joe Lewis, man. He's the reason that I got this dope ass mic and this, um, cool little, you know, audio interface. Like, oh yeah. Same thing with us, dude. It's like, we get to kind of see some of the kind of developments of, of our effort, but it's hard to take a step back and like, look at our own timeline sometimes. Yeah. What we're kind of doing here with the podcast is along those same lines of like, we, we have values and, and things and creativity that we can express here. So, but part of the inspiration of what we're doing now of like, you know, so I'm not a musician, I'm not a, a public speaker in that sense, but we still have stuff to offer. Definitely. And, and this is just kind of a, a way to capture some of that. A way to let it out. Hell yeah. That time that I lived with you a few years ago, like I wasn't like, we didn't have a ton of time where I was like sharing some of these experiences from the air force or mm. even like that time separating because there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Like you're, you're still in high school and kind of graduating, moving towards that stuff. So, you know, your, your life is going off in these different directions mm. too. So that's some of the stuff I had to keep in mind when, you know, not only like moving back from San Diego, but like, yo, know, like everybody has like an established thing going on here. And I, I have to reincorporate because like we've had relationships over the phone and I flew you out to San Diego yeah, once yeah, yeah, and yeah. we got to spend some time, but it's, uh, we, we miss a lot. We're not seeing day to day. Definitely. So it was super cool being back with, um, with you in the crib and obviously mom put, giving us a spot where we can both pursue and invest in our education mm -hmm. because like common theme with what we're talking about is investment whether that's time for physical activity and, and mental health and stuff like that and financial and economic resources too man yeah so yeah. mom helped us facilitate that and i think it's um hopefully stuff like this is another way that she can see this is this is paid off and it's working absolutely yeah talk about an investment for kids holy shit yeah i don't know how they do it yeah no it's that's the ultimate investment and sacrifice i feel like having a having a kid because then it did then kind of as i mentioned earlier with you know just it truly truly does stop becoming about you it's like you have this other you know human that you need to take it the first few years it's like if you do not take care of this human it's going to die it needs your hour to hour attention right it needs all your attention yeah this isn't like what do you think about kids is that something you're considering or thinking about at all yeah definitely i i i mesh well with kids i don't know if it's i'm, I'm a i'm a kid at heart and they know that i don't know i, I think about that because i kids and like animals i get really along well with and i feel get along well with and i feel like there's like a like a mental that mental connection and the you know the energy that you give off hell yeah man and you said we all we all are kids at heart but we you know we have to kind of identify like hop in these different identity roles and mm. you know work in life and all of that so but yeah, I mean, yeah, in terms of, of, you know, maybe having kids one day, yeah, definitely, you know, that's what comes into that is, you know, being established and feeling like you're in a good spot, um, you know, financially, financially is the biggest thing I would say, because that, that subconsciously puts a lot of stress on kids. Yeah, man, because that, that equals, a good spot. Yeah, it equals resources, man. We don't want to 
create an environment where kids are put them in the best position possible yeah um so yeah but you know yeah getting to that spot and and of course having that talk with your partner is vital and necessary and has to be done so cool man yeah so i'm I'm not going to keep you too much longer and we're hanging out here it's the middle of march so in in newport they're having a a saint patrick's day parade down here it's kind of cool that there's still like you know local culture like that still going on there's um bristol everybody's irish today baby oh yeah countrywide (laughs) and i know like there's definitely a big irish population and and that, that like celebrating some of that culture and history. I like that Newport's kind of supporting that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Bristol, Rhode Island, we have like one of the oldest Fourth of July celebrations in the whole the whole country, and that's uh, a unique thing that I found to like this part of the country. That you know, just the history that's out here with some of that. Yeah, yeah, it's old. They're old in the sense of this country. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's cool being down in places like this, and you know, going diving into Newport. And for any listeners that haven't been to Newport, definitely you should get here um, in the summer. It's just nothing, nothing quite like it. Uh, but you know, seeing how small the roads are, some of the roads, yeah, because they were made for a, like a single horse going down on cobblestone. It's some like, of them still are cobblestone yeah, too. Oh yeah, in, in certain sections, I know that's like a historical thing. But then, yeah, some of these, even my neighborhood, dude, some of the the widths of these streets okay. are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we gotta. And it's not your typical grid. There's a lot of weird angles, roads that loop around. And yeah, like, okay, yeah. This, this doesn't, this goes to a place that Yeah, this not isn't a road New here. York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have you on as many times as we can. And th- obviously, with this equipment, I'm even be able to bring it up to your crib and yeah, set it yeah. up there one time. Yeah. And we're going to stay pretty regular with this, you know, the infinite things that can branch off of that. Yeah, it'd be fun to explore. And yeah, you know, hopefully we. You know, yeah, get to hear some other people's, you know, experiences and stuff and, and yeah, get some good questions to dive into and be fun. Yeah, looking forward to coming back. Definitely, dude. And, you know, uh, we're going to have different different episodes as we go out through here. So, like, different um, questions and answers, polls. I'd like to kind of get a little bit more interaction with people that this podcast finds its way to because, you know, I'm not in a spot where we're trying to target a particular audience, but... Um, we're, we're going to find kind of where we belong with that. And Definitely. I'm, I'm glad that you're here on the journey with me. Absolutely. Thanks, dude. I'll see you next time. Yes. Love you. Peace. Thanks for checking out this episode of Dan's Den Podcast. Awesome time chatting with my brother, Eric, man. Can't wait to do it again. If you haven't heard it already, check out our episode with Eric talking about finance. That's Eric's specialty. It's a good episode. Follow, rate Dan's Den. Don't forget to turn on the notifications so you can stay up to date with our latest releases. And please share these episodes so we can reach a wider audience. Thanks again for listening and check out our other episodes.